You're listening to The Sport Market. Once again, here's your host, Tom Mayonect. Yeah, of course, it's a measuring stick game. They're first in the division. They, uh, you know, were best team in the league last year. And, um, you know, we're not going to take it. I think I saw a talk say something that if we win, it doesn't mean we're anything. And if we lose, you know, it's the same thing. Um, you know, they're better than us tonight. And we got the next 55, 60 games to measure ourselves up against the rest of the league. And we'll see where we're at. Quinn Hughes describing the Thursday night loss to the defending Stanley Cup champion Vegas Golden Knights as a, open quotes, measuring stick, close quotes. Another measuring stick will be how much of an impact does the big stick of Nikita Zadorov make for the Vancouver Canucks. He's known for having a real physical presence, uh, certainly uh, will shore up an injury-depleted uh, back line for the uh, Vancouver Canucks. And as part of our discussion with Steve Ewan of the province and theprovince.com, who's going to take us around the horn of the major Vancouver and BC sport franchises, beginning with the Vancouver Canucks. And first of all, your take, Steve, on the acquisition of Nikita uh, Zadorov. It feels like we've lamented the Canucks, you know, people taking advantage of the Canucks being in a bad situation with be it cap or players or whatever it is. Now it feels like they were smart and, and kind of, you know, saw a chance to to jump on a couple teams that you know, were struggling both with, you know, Chicago and Calgary. So, I, yeah, I, I, I like the move. It makes them better. Uh, I've said all along they needed to revamp the defense. They've added a, a guy that, that should be able to play in their top six. Uh, it hasn't, hasn't cost them a ton. Uh, I, I like it. I, it's the it's kind of trade that good teams seem, seem to make. Uh, Steve, you and I talked about this uh, uh, during the latter part of the the Jim Benning years, whereby there was really a a, a crisis in consumer confidence around the front office of the Vancouver Canucks in those last few years in particular. Uh, Certainly... Uh, the market has been on the outside looking in and far removed from the the halcyon days of 2011 and 2012, the back-to-back President's Trophy years. Uh, but certainly, this appears to be the most uh, comprehensive front office effort uh, that we've seen. And, and we're starting to see some results. Obviously, there's a lot of work to be done but do you detect how improved the consumer confidence is in the administration of Jim Rutherford and Patrick Alvine it 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 truly does it feels like that it feels like people are getting excited again and people are starting to you know that kind of mainstream fan who maybe tune them out of that mainstream fan who wondered if Bexel was still on the team is starting to kind of you know kind of hone in on on the guys they have now and what they're about and it just it feels like there's some smart savvy moves i think the i think there's a line there where you can't get too excited yet that this team still hasn't done any anything really major as far as success but it feels like it's trending the right way it's going to be about getting patterson signed it's going to be you know there's things they need there's things they need to do in the next step before we're before we've got a regular contender in town, like a, like a team that's going to be in the playoffs for year after year after year, but it does, you know, it's it's uh, you feel like things are going in the right direction. 
We're talking to Steve Ewan of the province and the province.com going around the horn with the major franchises. Before we leave the Canucks, just on a attendance uh, side of the equation, ticket sales side of the equation, Montreal Canadiens lead the seven based Canadian teams, uh, seven Canadian based teams at 100% capacity. That's a 21 105 at the Bell Centre. Toronto Maple Leafs at the Scotiabank Arena are at 99.6% capacity. The Vancouver Canucks, third in line at 99% capacity. We haven't seen those numbers since 2013 um, uh, 2014. Uh, season uh, yeah. is it something that matches your overall sense of the way the marketplace is more engaged with the team at this stage? It does feel. I mean, I, I'm I'm going back to my local pub and you know looking there and seeing that suddenly there seems to be more people around on Canuck nights and there seems to be more people paying attention. There seems to be more cheering and I, I, it feels like you're seeing more jerseys you know in the streets and in the mall and when you go out, you know, go out to pubs and things, it does, it feels like there's more interest. It feels that, that, that there's people are starting to get excited again. I mean, I, I, they're going to have to keep, keep moving and they're going to have to keep, keep trending in the right direction. There's a lot of work to do, but it does. If, 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 if there's a positive tone being kind of, taking on the team that maybe we hadn't seen for four or five years. Let's shift gears to the BC Lions. Uh, Mar Doman continues to say and do all the right things as owner and governor of the Leos, uh, CFL and the Lions, along with the Ottawa Redblacks, announcing uh, Touchdown Pacific August 31st at Royal Athletic Park in Victoria. Uh, how big an opportunity is this from a provincial marketing point of view for the Lions? Period with sponsors and season ticket holders. I think people want to see that you care. And I think by by taking the game to Victoria and, and getting that fan base a chance to, a, an easier chance to see the Lions firsthand, I think it show, shows that. I think I, it's it's going to, where do they go next? Do they get a game up to Kelowna or Campbell's? Do they, you know, I, it, it feels like they're opening up things and they're becoming more provincial and, and, and they're they're treating their fan base like, like they matter, and I think that's the the teams that have had success, like the the the, the baseball team. The, the, I mean, they've had success the see. So I, I think that's part of why they've why things have gone well for them. So you know, we're seeing other teams go that go that same route. Steve Ewan, we're going to go from uh, uh, the BC Lions to the Vancouver Whitecaps. Uh, what do you think is the number one priority this offseason uh, for the uh, Whitecaps? And what do you sense that they're thinking about in terms of emerging uh, potential competition from Vancouver FC and Pacific FC uh, on the professional soccer side of things here in, in British Columbia? I think they just need to find a way to, to, to stay in the news cycle. I think to, to to take the momentum at they had at the end of the year, to to get their players out to 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 be uh, front of mind. I, I think that's always a challenge for them. It's such a short off season that I mean that's a, that's a huge advantage, but I, I think they need to keep it going. I think they just need to stay in that new cycle, particularly with the hockey team and the football team doing as well as they're doing.
Vancouver Warriors, uh, they opened on Friday night, of course, the perfect script for Kurt Malofsky's debut as head coach and general manager, uh, essentially, uh, would, would have been a win. That didn't happen. Uh, Panther City uh, winds up uh, winning on behalf of its fans in Fort in Dallas-Fort Worth, uh, 11-7. to uh, What's your big takeaway from that game and also the, the mood and atmosphere at Rogers Arena on Friday night? Um, for sidelight, I don't understand the Panther City name. I, I was going to ask you. <laughs> I don't know. How, I, it's, that's a hard one for me to market. Oh, I, I, I'll tell you, I, 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 I don't have the answer for you because uh, I've always been troubled by them going in that direction. Uh, uh, you know, even just you know, Dallas, uh, politically, why they would want to, you know, confuse, um, uh, national and international level fans like that doesn't make any sense. But anyway, anyway, sorry, that was me going off on a tangent there. Uh, I, you're always welcome to tangent. I think it continues to be first rate. There was their kind of season intro was, was, was fun. Um, I thought they played very well for the first half, first, you know, maybe into the first quarter, maybe into the you know second quarter, maybe you know maybe first half. I thought they struggled offensively after that. Um, I, there's work to be done. I I do think that that the group they've brought in is is going to get that work done and understands what it takes. And, and there, again, it feels like there's more talk about that team now. And I think. Get a couple wins under their belt. I think you'll see their numbers rise as well. Uh, Steve, we've got to, you for another minute and a half here, so let's uh, take our our stabs at the off season of the Vancouver Canadians and where the Vancouver Giants uh, and and some of the other BC franchises are at in the WHL. First, with the Vancouver Canadians, um, the parent club still appears to be making a strong play for Shohei Otani. Is that just wishful thinking on behalf of our media scribes and insiders, or uh, and I asked you this last week do you see any universe where otani as a blue jay happens i would be stunned i i just i can't i can't see him going to toronto i could see him going to a major you know major u.s city uh, i i just i think he's as good a mark i i think you could really market him in you know, a big u.s city. i can't see him coming to canada um It'd be great. I mean, I think it would be a, a ton of fun. I, 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 Seattle seems to make sense to me or somewhere on the West Coast. So I, I, that would be my betting. And the Vancouver Giants, Kelowna Rockets, Prince George Cougars, uh, uh, Victoria Royals, uh, and the Kamloops Blazers, uh, they make up the BC division. Uh, so far, uh, the hottest of the pack, of course, is the Prince George Cougars. They have been building for this year. They've got a good group. Uh, they're getting out. They're scoring. Uh, I, I, they they've got a a group of defensemen that, that get the puck up the ice. I, they're going to be a tough out. Um, I think uh, Prince George and the Portland Winterhawks are the two best teams in the Western Conference. I think third spot is open. I I've, I think the Vancouver Giants need to get healthy. I it, they just there's they're still lacking identity and I wonder how much of of that is health and, and how much of that is just where they're at. I think they're going to have to prove that. Steve, as always, we really appreciate I lacking identity. It feels like today, but.
try. There's never, 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 never a lack of identity on 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 your side of things. We so appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to be with us. Have a terrific uh, rest of the weekend, and we we'll look forward to touching base with you and going around the horn with you again next week. Thanks so much. All the best. He is Steve Ewan of the Province and theprovince.com. Next up, the acquisition of Nikita Zadorov. What does it mean for the Vancouver Canucks? What does it mean for the direction of the Jim Rutherford, Patrick Alvin front office? Samantha Chang of the Broadcast gives us her take next right here on the Sport Market. 